The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by Combank. With the ICC Women's T20 World Cup underway, Combank are backing the Aussie cricket team and a bid to break attendance records at the grand final on the 8th of March. So come on Aussies, come on, head to t20worldcup.com and buy a ticket to a game in your city. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Tuesday the 25th of February. In your Squiz today, the coroner's report into the 2016 Dreamworld disaster is released. Harvey Weinstein found guilty. Australia's carbon emissions fall slightly. And what a planker. This is your Squiz today. In 2016, Kate Goodchild, Luke Dorset, Cindy Lowe and Ruzi Arahi died while on a ride at the Dreamworld theme park on the Gold Coast. Two children, Lowe's then 10-year-old son and Goodchild's 12-year-old daughter survived. Yesterday, the coroner released his report into the accident saying there was a systemic failure by Dreamworld in relation to all aspects of safety, Claire. What came yesterday was a whole list of issues uh, in the management of that ride and the management of the park that said that their maintenance systems were only rudimentary, that they didn't have much regard for safety, uh, that there were really bad record keeping, uh, that engineering facilities weren't particularly good and that really junior people were expected to really monitor the safety uh, of that ride and all of that came together to mean that that there was a tragedy waiting to happen. Those findings are, yeah, pretty damning of parent company Ardent's management of the park. What's happening to them now? So the coroner has referred Ardent to Queensland's Office of Industrial Relations. It's up to them to really put it forward into uh, a prosecution case. If there is a prosecution, uh, Ardent could be fined up to $3 million uh, and there are also individual fines for directors and a jail term of up to five years. But we'll need to wait and see whether that actually happens. It's a heartbreaking story for those families. Over to the US now, and former Hollywood producer Harvey Weinstein has been found guilty of two counts of sexual assault. He's yet to be sentenced, but could face up to 25 years in jail. So he's been found guilty of the lesser charges, uh, that is third degree rape uh, and a criminal sexual act in the first degree. The more serious charges that he faced were um, predatory sexual assault and first degree rape. He hasn't been found guilty of that. Uh, His attorney has already uh, gone across apparently to the appellate court to file an appeal. Uh, Weinstein also faces charges of rape and sexual assault in Los Angeles that refers to two women uh, in 2013, so it's far from over. WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange is wanted in the US on 18 counts of encouraging, receiving and publishing classified information relating to US defence. He could face up to 175 years in jail if he is found guilty. His extradition trial kicked off last night in the UK. What's happened so far, Claire? So what's happened is the United States has put its case against Assange to the court. Uh, It, of course, wants to bring him back to the US to face those charges. The United States says that his actions led to plenty of people being put in harm's way, particularly given their names were put into the public realm. And these were people who were working uh, very much in secret uh, in America's intelligence system, in their defence forces, uh, in their diplomatic cause. So uh, it really wants to bring Assange to justice. It couldn't 
prove that anyone had been killed as a result uh, of WikiLeaks and the documents that were put into the public realm. Um, but it certainly put the case that uh, the United States was unable to really pursue its agenda and keep its people safe as a result of those documents being released. Uh, what happens now is that Assange's lawyers will put their case. It's not going to be wrapping up anytime soon. The case is then suspended until mid-May to give both sides more time to gather evidence. While we're on the topic of national security, our top intelligence chief, ASIO's Mike Burgess, has delivered the agency's annual threat assessment. He said that the number of terrorism leads that ASIO are investigating right now has doubled since this time last year. He also says that there's been some really uh, distressing cases of children being recruited uh, in the name of terrorism uh, and that uh, a terrorist attack on Australian soil remains probable. Uh, He also talked about the rise of right-wing extremism. He says that there are plenty of small cells across Australia that meet regularly to salute the Nazi flag, um, that they have weapons and that they train in combat. Um, He says that while an attack from such groups would be fairly low capability, which means that they don't have access to a whole lot of weapons, it's something that they believe could be sophisticated if it was to happen. So they're keeping a very close eye on that as well. Over to China and President Xi Jinping has said that the coronavirus will have a great impact on China's economy. He said this yesterday in a speech, he's calling it the worst public health crisis since the advent of the Communist Party in 1949. The effects of that statement were felt on global markets immediately, Claire. Yeah, and we know that the Chinese president really doesn't talk up when things are going wrong in China. (laughs) So that's why it put a really big chill on markets yesterday. The markets, of course, are worried not just about what's happening in China, but also about um, efforts to contain the spread of the outbreak in South Korea, uh, also in Japan, into Europe, in Italy, uh, which is having its problems, and also in to Iran, the World Health Organization said overnight that nations should be preparing for a pandemic. Back home now, the Department of Industries released their quarterly report yesterday. Australia's greenhouse gas emissions dropped by 0.3%, but it's a bit of a mixed report card. So looking at this is a bit like a bank account. You have to look at what's going into it and what's coming out. Uh, What's coming out is that our agricultural sector has seen emissions fall mainly due to the drought. Uh, It's a good result, of course, for carbon emissions, but not so good for farmers that are struggling with their agricultural output. Also, our transport industry and our electricity systems are seeing carbon emissions fall. What's going up, though, is the boom in Australia's gas exports uh, and also industrial Industrial pollution. The gas exports one is an interesting uh, phenomenon because we're exporting a lot more gas than we have uh, in the past, which is great for international markets that are going to use that gas because it's fairly low emissions. Uh, but when it comes to us actually extracting it, it increases our uh, carbon emissions because that's what happens when you extract it. So that's really the ledger as far as all of that goes. Yeah, there's going to be a lot going on as Parliament continues to sit this week with Labor's new commitment to reach net zero emissions by 2050 and the Coalition preparing to release a technology investment roadmap to tackle carbon emissions. More in the Squiz Today email. 
Wrapping up this morning with something that makes me feel very lazy, 62-year-old former US Marine George Hood has broken the world record for holding a plank, Claire. When I saw the headline for this story, I thought it was a bloke like, holding a plank of wood and I thought that doesn't sound very impressive but of course I got into it and saw that no it was like a plank where you're down on your you know toes and elbows and holding that ab crunching position Uh, for eight hours 15 minutes 15 seconds he broke uh, a record he originally had the title Uh, Larissa I think it was just for an hour or so and then it was broken by someone who took it from an hour up to eight hours so he really had to put in a bit of training for that yeah trained for what seven hours a day yep for 18 months oh, man. so that's commitment i can think of several better things to do with my time <laughs> quite a few things <laughs> claire what's the song lyric you've got for us today that relates to the news i've gone for our friend george hood the planker mm-hmm. he has made me think of the new kids on the block song you've got to be hanging tough mm. well he definitely did that that's for sure thanks for listening have a great day and we will chat to you tomorrow The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au.